Earlier this year, I officially retired as a podcast manager and done-for-you service provider and put my energy 100% into coaching, teaching, and training online business owners. Since I started offering one-on-one coaching, I've seen the most remarkable transformations and learned the most valuable lessons. Working with my incredible clients in 2021, I started to see some powerful themes emerge. And from my outside looking in perspective, I began to get a crystal clear picture of what exactly it takes to move into the next level of your business. In this episode, I'm sharing the seven most important lessons I learned from coaching business owners this year. These are the real secrets that will help take you from beginner virtual assistant to empowered CEO. If you're ready to take your business to new heights in 2022, you don't want to miss this episode. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. This is actually the last episode of the Support Squad for this year. I'm going to be taking a break for a few weeks and coming back with all kinds of goodness mid-January. And in the meantime, while we're on that break, just so you know, the Support Squad membership is now open for enrollment. As you know, if you've been listening for a long time, we only open the Support Squad membership a few times a year, and right now the doors are open. So if you're looking to either launch your business in 2022, just find a community to dive into in 2022, learn more about how to niche down your business, um, up your pricing, or just refine your business overall, just make it better than ever before. Um, The Support Squad membership has the coaching the tools and the training and the community that you need to really step into that next, more elevated, more profitable phase of your business. So if you've been thinking about it, now is the time. You can head over to the support squad.com slash membership to get enrolled right now. And now, of course, let's dive into today's episode. I have just been having the best year being able to work more one-on-one with business owners and being able to get down to the nitty-gritty with them and being able to really see firsthand major transformation happening in people's business. And um, I know a lot of coaches probably have been through this too. But one thing that you'll start to notice if you're like working with the same, uh, like one on working one-on-one with coaching clients is that you start to see these themes emerge. And at first it's almost like, kind of like what's going on here. I keep seeing this, the same sort of amazing things happening or these same themes keep coming up. And what it really shows me is that there's some really key things that happen, um, that help take you from maybe being at that beginner level of your business to really stepping into the 
real power of being a business owner. And I've seen these kind of seven things show up time and again with all of my different coaching clients. And so I really wanted to share all of this with you guys today. So lesson number one is take the time to determine the values that drive your business. So one thing that I do with all of my one-on-one clients, one of the first things that we do is if they don't already have a mission statement for their business, or if they haven't defined their ideal client beyond that kind of cliche idea of the ideal client, like what magazine do they read? What kind of car do they drive? What is their yearly income? But um, into the root of what um, their ideal client actually is, like what are their values? Are they aligned with yours? And then of course the mission statement, the greater vision that drives your business and drives everything that you do. Those are the some of the first things that I work with um, with my one-on-one coaching clients because I have seen how powerful it is to have that foundation in your business because all of my coaching clients come to me. They're ready for the next phase. They're trying to figure out, you know, what new offers they need to create or, you know, what their next steps are. And when we can define that, what it means is that whenever you go into having to make a decision for your business or create something new or take on a client, you can always check it back to that original mission statement and that, that original, um, ideal client, making sure their values are aligned with yours. And when you have that foundation, it makes making the big decisions become a lot more clear because it's kind of like, is it in line with my greater vision for my business? Is it in line with the kind of person I want to be working with? And if not, you know, it's not right for you. And I've seen how, um, more, how much more empowered people become when they find that kind of foundational clarity in their business. So then lesson number two is to embrace seasons in your business. So like I said, when my, when clients come to me, they're usually ready to take big action in their business. They have big goals. They want to niche down or they want to launch their offer, whatever it is. And so they get in with me, we make sure everything's clear, and then they take aligned action. And a lot of times they move at a rapid pace. Um, with the support of a coach, you know, you, you feel more confident and ready to put more energy behind your action and really kind of um, take the leap. And, and my clients, a lot of times they move so fast that I can't even believe it. Like I'll give them a goal and like an hour later, they'll be like, Hey, can you review this for me, Sharon? And I'm like, like, you already did that. Um, so they take really rapid action. But then this thing happens, you know, we they launch the offer, they hit the goal, they land the client, whatever it is, and they get this sense of, okay, so I'm probably supposed to do something else now, right? Like I need to keep working in this energy. Like I've been, I've been so productive, I've gotten so much done. And the problem is, um, and what I try to work with my clients through is that that kind of energy isn't sustainable. It's really great when we have that energy, especially especially if we're launching or trying to push through to the next phase, but going at that pace of like massive productivity at all times is not going to be sustainable in your business. You're going to get burnt out. And so what I always work with my clients through at the end of launching something or hitting that goal is like, okay, let's take a minute to regroup. Let's look at what worked well with what you just did. Let's look at, let's take a minute to really think about what is that next intentional step. So there's seasons of our business where we're going to be launching things and we're going to be moving with this, um, you know, intense energy, but then there's seasons where you want to step back. Maybe you want to clean up systems in your business. Maybe you want to spend some time, you know, giving some love to the back end of your business or whatever 
whatever it is. Um, but going at that same pace of like launch mode doesn't work. And, um, when you can embrace seasons in your business, it gives you that ability to release any judgment of yourself, um, release any feelings of guilt about not being at that same level of productivity all the time. Um, seasons are healthy. You know, we see them throughout nature. We see them in our, we see seasons in our own bodies, um, you know, cycles in our own bodies. And it's important that we bring that into our business businesses too. I mean, you know, nature knows what she's doing pretty well. So if we can take cues from nature, embrace seasons, really read into your energy, that's really going to help you um, be sustainable long-term. Lesson number three that I've seen is um, whether or not you're completely sure, you should still be taking action. So this is a little bit different than even what I just said, but um, one thing that I see that really holds people back is like when they're going back and forth between a few different options, like, should I be a podcast manager or should I, um, you know, just go all in on Pinterest or what is it that I should do? And they get stuck in this. And you guys have heard me say this before this, um, They get stuck in this analysis paralysis where they're going over these options in their mind so much that they can't move forward. And that's a lot of times when people come to me, like, how do I move forward? And a lot of times the best thing to do is just kind of go with your gut. Maybe you're not a hundred percent sure that that niche is right for you, but what's better actually just going ahead and going forward and for it and taking action on it or sitting in indecision for months or I've seen years or however long you stay stuck in that indecision when you could be taking action. You don't have to take drastic action, but keep moving forward. Even if it doesn't seem 100% clear or you're not 100% sure it's going to be right forever. And where I see this come up, obviously, a lot is with people trying to decide their, their niche or their specialty. It's like, can I commit to this for the rest of my life? Like, I don't know if I want to be a podcast manager until the end of time or whatever it is, but it's like, why not start somewhere? Take action somewhere. And if you're leaning pretty heavily towards one thing, just jump in and take action. And I find that with my clients, as long as they're moving, as long as they're taking action along the way, they uncover the true thing. So maybe they try one thing. It's not exactly what they wanted, but they learned something from that, or they learned a new skill or something else became clear, but you will not find clarity if you stay still stuck in that analysis paralysis. It's never going to come until you move forward. So lesson number four, and this is a pretty simple one, stop charging hourly pricing. Um, A lot of my clients, um, I don't know, I would say 75% of them when they come to me um, are are general, have been working as general virtual assistants, but they want to move into their specialty and they're still charging their hourly pricing and they know that that's keeping them stuck. And this beautiful thing happens when we kind of structure their pricing, transition current clients into packages, all of that. There's like this breath of relief of like, wow, I feel so much more in control of my, of my business. I see how I can become profitable, profitable. I see how I can earn a consistent income. Um, so that's one of the first things I always work through 
with clients is how are you charging hourly pricing and how can we transition out of that? Because what happens too, when we stop charging hourly pricing, um, it forces us to look at everything that we're currently doing for our clients. And a lot of times when we're thinking about how to package up our services for our clients and we're looking at everything that we're doing for them, we realize we're doing so many things that aren't in line with, like I said, that, that initial mission statement or that vision that we have for our business. And so, you know, stop, stopping charging hourly pricing. It's not just about earning more. It's also about seeing your business in a very different way. And I've seen some big mindset shifts, some obviously big, um, income shifts and just overall transformation that happens when you finally make that leap of, I am not going to charge hourly pricing anymore. Another lesson that I definitely see come up is um, to go all in on your specialty, whatever it is that you choose, but stay flexible. So um, a lot of times we, so of course you guys know me, I, I am a big proponent of choosing a specialty and going all in. You know, I have my Spotlight Your Specialty workshop. I have my podcast magic course. I believe in choosing a specialty, but I also don't ever believe in our business and turning on our blinders. Um, I say so often a specialty is not meant to limit us. It's meant to focus us. So when you choose that specialty, that is there to help you focus your business to focus your marketing, to find higher quality clients, but it doesn't mean that you should turn a blind eye to other opportunities. This wild thing happened over the course of a month with three of my different coaching clients. And if they're listening, they'll know because I was like, every time it happened, I was like, I can't believe this is happening to you too. But, um, my clients would niche down, they would choose their specialty, we'd create their new packages and all of that amazing stuff. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this offer that is, or this client or this opportunity that was totally unrelated to what we had just created came into their lap, whether it's like a client just randomly reaching out or just, you know, opportunities coming their way. And then being like, wait a second though, I just niched down. Does that mean I can't take this opportunity? And time and again, it's like, if it lights you up, if it excites you, if it aligns with your mission and values, um, even if it's outside your specialty, you never have to turn down opportunities that can help you grow in different ways. And so having that, that specialty can give you such amazing confidence and it can help you feel more powerful and more empowered in your business. And so it makes sense that when you do that, you also get other opportunities that present themselves to you. And I just saw, like I said, in one month, this happened to three of my clients. They all got these um, offers out of the blue from, (laughs) from these different places. And it was so cool to explore like, okay, I mean, I know this isn't what we've exactly what we've been talking about, but is it still in line with your greater mission for your business? And a lot of them chose that, yeah, you know, I don't have to have my niche limit me. I can still um, be flexible in my business. I can still choose freedom, choose the things I want to do. So that was really, really cool to see. 
And then another lesson that came up again and again is that building relationships with other service providers is a goldmine of opportunity. I cannot tell you how many of my own clients have hired people like from the support squad membership, like they're, they made friends inside the support squad membership and ended up hiring them, or they got referred by someone that they knew, another service provider that they knew. Um, I've seen it so much over the last year that I would be crazy not to mention it here. If you're not building uh, relationships with other service providers, whether they're in your own niche and specialty or whether they exist kind of outside your niche or specialty, those relationships can be so incredibly fruitful in so many ways. Whether it's they're hiring you to do something or they're referring you to do something, um, building relationships with other service providers will open the doors to so many opportunities for you. So if you're not doing that, I really recommend it. That's kind of the basis of why I started the support squad membership. Um, It's a really safe place for you to get started. So again, um, you can try doing this just on Instagram or Facebook groups, you know, meeting, meeting other service providers, building those relationships with them, or you can choose to like invest in a mastermind or a membership like the support squad membership. But whatever it is, don't discount the value of getting involved, getting, um, building personal relationships with other service providers because it can bring so much magic your way. And then, and then kind of the final lesson I learned, lesson number seven, zoom out before you dive into implementation. Um, This is something that I see come up a lot um, because with service providers, it makes sense so much, especially done for you service providers. So much of what we do for our clients is implementing things. It's actually doing the tasks. It's making it happen. But in our own business, um, what can happen is we come up with an idea and we're immediately thinking, okay, like what are the specifics here? How do I like, what are the the technical things I need to set up? Like what are the logistics of how this needs to happen? And I see a lot of service providers get really deep into the weeds in the very beginning stages of coming up with their ideas. I really believe in when you have an idea, zoom out, look at, does it match with the the greater vision for my business? Does it make sense in my offer suite? Um, Is it something that I'm going to enjoy doing long-term? Let it sit and let it marinate before you decide, how do I make it happen? Because that can be such a a buzzkill. It can really take the wind out of your sails to immediately start thinking, okay, like what are the, what are all the steps I need? Um, And of course there is a stage for that. There's a stage to move into implementation, but don't skip over kind of the discovery exploration phase because um, you could end up, you know, doing something that's not so in line with what what you actually want for your business just because you're so focused on like getting in and making it happen really fast. So um, definitely zoom out and think about the greater vision of your business before you actually start implementing new strategies and things like that. Make sure it's aligned um, and make sure that it makes sense in like the big picture picture of your business. And so, like I said, these were all themes that, um, all of my clients dealt with. Um, I would say probably any one of my one-on-one clients probably experienced four or five of the specific situations that I was talking about here. Um, and what I saw is that once they kind of learned these lessons, um, it helped them just really step into different levels of confidence, um, in their business. And so I really wanted to to share all those lessons with you guys today. Um, and, and in hopes that it will, it will help you to see, um, 
a more clear picture of what you need to do moving forward. Uh, so thank you. I wanted to do something a little bit different than just like, um, you know, the stuff we hear all the time about how to be successful because I saw, you know, different things. I was surprised by some of the things that I learned this year. Um, it's not stuff that, um, we're always taught as service providers. Um, there's, there's some stuff that really happens when you, when you dig deep and start really working towards getting to the next level of your business, these really powerful things come up, um, these invitations to, to make real shifts. And it was such a joy and, um, and an honor to help guide people through that this year. So again, if you guys are needing support like that, like from me over the next year, one of the most affordable, accessible ways you can do that is inside the support squad membership. So we are enrolling now. You can join now at the support slash membership. I hope to see you in there. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. I will see you on the other side in 2022. Have a great one, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. If you liked today's episode, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Got questions or want to chat about what you heard today? Find me on Instagram at, at the Sharon Nissen and shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Talk soon.